The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamini here, blogger the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Queens and Mayors on OAA Neighborhood Television. Um, I am now doing a new blog uh, for on the Orient ON TV website for yeah, yeah. Mr. Ian Locke here. Yeah, ON TV has, uh, we've updated our website at orientontv.org. And there's a it's, a, it's a link, it's just called Local News. You click on it and you can see Sammy's uh, article uh, looking like possibly twice a week. Uh, analysis and all the good stuff, kind of a continuation of what we do here in OA now. But um, if you're a listener out there and you're interested in offering up any information sports-wise or hobby-wise, send it to ONTV, uh, ONTV at orientontv.org to that uh, email address, and we can talk about you can be a columnist just like Sammy. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this yes, week. Yes, we do. Basketball, especially in the world of basketball, because we've had – a lot of these cancellations, a lot of these postponements. I mean, like, but there were a truckload of games. There were a truckload week. of games this week. So here is Ian. Here is <laughs> Ian here with the highlights. Oh man. Okay. So the OA, uh, the rundown here of what happened last week. All right. Some games for Monday and Tuesday of last week. On the red side, is this uh, red side boys or girls? They're saying girls. Okay, girls to lead them off on the red. West Bloomfield sixty. Uh, 42 against uh, Lady of the Lakes. Uh, Myona Hopper or Hooper had 23 uh, points for West Bloomfield. Groves 43 over Berkeley, uh, 33. Ellie Ruprick uh, or Ellie Ruprick with a big night for Berkeley. For Groves. Or Groves, BG. Sorry. Uh, on the white side, Lake Orion. Hey, finds a W against Lapeer, taking him down 28-26 in a tight one. Kendall Robertson had 12 points for Lake Orion. North Farmington, 48-33 over Farmington. Uh, the Crosstown rivals there, uh, Maya Kelly at 16 points, and uh, Heaven Rogers, 14 for North Farmington. In the blue, Groves, 43-33 over Berkeley. Milford, 35-21 over Seahome. That was Seahome. a disappointment. I mean, I think that game really just – I was really upset about that one. MLK, 51-33 uh, over Oak Park. Oak Park playing better, but, you know, tough opponent against King. Absolutely. North Farmington, 48 versus uh, uh, 33 was, for Farmington, a back-to-back. No, that was the same game, you know what Oh, I mean? said we had it in the blue. Yeah, Okay, Farmington's so, in the blue. All right, so we had it in the white, too, so that was my mistake on the read. Okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the red, uh, Adams, 43, Stony Creek, 27. Stony outscored... Um, Outscored 29 to 9 in the second half. We're gonna go more in depth on that one. That was brutal. Uh the Clarkston Wolves 46-42 over Royal Oak in a, a tight one. That was a good game. I mean, really good game. Olivia Toterin, 13 points uh, for Clarkston. Uh and Sarah Sorhan. Sorhan, yeah. Uh 20 uh, 19 points for Royal Oak. West Bloomfield 62-37 over Bloomfield Hills. Cast Tech 46-40 over Southfield A&T. That was an interesting game. McEvans again, solid for A&T, 21 points. On the white side of things, Adams 43-27 over Stony Creek. Same game. Dalinga 13 points for Rochester Adams. Lake Orion takes another W, 42-30 over Oxford. Uh, Marshall 12 points. Uh, Heck 11 points for L.O. And uh, Dingus uh, 17 points for Oxford. Avondale 64-29 over Athens. Blowout City. Uh, Troy 61-40 over Seaholm. 
Sampson, 25 points for Troy. On the blue side of things, uh, still in the girls, Rochester 55, Pontiac 23, Troy 61 over Seaholmes 40, Berkeley 47, 21 over Ferndale. Oak Park beat Farmington. On the boys' side of things, these are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday games. On the red side, Clarkston continues to roll, taking down ML Detroit Martin Luther King, 55-41. Lawyer, 26 points for Clarkston. Muskegon, 66 over Ferndale, 65. Tight one at the end there. Yep. River Rouge, 57. North Farmington, 35. That was a shocker. Lake Orion Dragons, 45-41 over Bloomfield Hills. Sutton, 13 points. And... Bogenheimer. Bogenheimer, 12 points for Lake Orion. Clarkston, 66, 49 over uh, Ferndale. Lawyer, another solid game, 18 points. Uh, Cole, Cole Dunches, 13 points for Clarkston as well. West Bloomfield, 88, 86 over Oak Park. Tight game. Walls, 26 points for West Bloomfield. On the white side of things, Detroit Frederick Douglas, 74, 61 over Farmington. Atkins, 20 points for Farmington. Farmington 63, 56 over ours, uh, over Oxford. Aikens 20, uh, 21, another 21 points for uh, Farmington. Trey Townsend 20 points. Pedro Ballet 17 points for Oxford. Southfield A&T 68, 63 over Stony Creek. That was a close match. Uh, Gross 58, 52 in overtime against Adams. Daniel Lee 22 points. Cast 15 points for Gross. On the blue side of things, Seaholm 48, 35 over Berkeley. We're going to talk that game. <laughs> Cullen, 15 points. Sitko and Alex. Uh, Loans. Loans, nine points each. Brick, seven points for Seaholm. Pontiac, 61-51 over Royal Oak. Nice mm-hmm. win for Pontiac. Some other games coming up. Okay, moving on to the red games for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. On the red side of things, West Bloomfield, 57. Lake Orion, 51. Tough, lo- tough loss for the Dragons. Hurst had 13, say, 12, and had 12 points for West Bloomfield. Oak Park, 59. Bloomfield Hills, 50. Clarkston um, and North Farmington were postponed due to all the ice we had. Uh, yep. Was it last Friday? Friday night. And I believe it's scheduled for this evening, this evening. or at least the 27th yep. on a Monday. Uh, Grand Blank, 71. 64 over Ferndale. That was a Saturday game. Lewis, 26 points for Ferndale. On the white side of things, Adams, 38. Stony Creek, 37 in a tight one. Crosstown showdown, you know what I mean? You know how rivalries are. Absolutely. Mims, 14 points, including the game-winning free throw for Rochester Adams. Troy, 62, 43 over Oxford. Oxford limping a little. Uh, Parker, 27 points for Troy. Grove, 66 over Southfield A&T, 65. Another tight one for uh, A&T. Father beaters. Yeah, Bailey, 14 points, including the winning three-pointer at the buzzer. Daniel Lee, 16 points for BG. Uh, Jalen Lee, 16 points. Kellett Banks, 12 for A&T. On the blue side of things, uh, Seaholm, 49. Royal Oak, 45. Another tight one. Cullen, 15 points. Four threes in the match. Uh, Lones? Lonzi? Lons. Lons. I got to fix these names out. 12 points uh, for Seaholm. Uh, And then Berkeley and Pontiac were postponed due to the ice. Troy Athens, 61. Rochester, 43. Eaton, 13 points. Thornton and Justice, 11 points each for Troy Athens. Saturday, January 25th. The girls' side of things. Hmm. Oh, that I'm just trying to read. Oh, that's when you sent it to me. Girls, Monday and Tuesday, 
On the red side of the thing, West Bloomfield 60, Our Lady of the Lakes. I think oh, I already yeah, read, read these. Oh, we got these duplicated. I was like, man, we've got a million games here, but we only have, we got well, yeah. uh, duplicated on the email. Yeah. So that's your uh, OA roundup. Some close games, buzzer beaters, and some upsets there, Sam. Yeah, there were some upsets. Um, and I really want to talk about a couple of those games. I mean, like, when you look at um, some teams that I think that have been limping along, have been really been up and down. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go boys first this time because we had girls last week. Let's go boys this week. Okay. Um, When you look at the blue, I mean, the blue is pretty much a um, very interesting um, how it's been a developing situation with that blue division. I mean, you look at what um, I think if there's a team that really has had some issues, it's been Berkeley. I mean, Berkeley in the last two games has only scored 81 points. Total? That's not good. Total. That's not good. Yeesh. You know, including that loss to Seaholm where they end up losing. They lost their destiny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they no longer control their destiny right 48 now. 48-35. Yeah, it was 48-35. It was at home. Oh. It was at Berkeley. That game was at Berkeley. And for me, that was a stunner for me um, was that one. Um, and now you look at a team like Seaholm. Seaholm's starting the role. They've won four straight. Yeah. Um. Maple's looking strong. They're looking really strong, and I think it benefits them as a play like Dominic Colon, who's had a really nice start. He's been hitting threes. He's been drill driving, and Alex Lons, um has been really big for Seaholm's success for Coach um, Mike DeGeter. Um, I really look at what Seaholm's been doing right now. Seaholm right now is the cream of the crop right now in the um, in the blue division, followed by um, followed by. Berkeley by um, Troy by Berkeley, but then the team that it could be dark horses are Troy Athens and Pontiac. Um, Pontiac, of course, yeah, their really? the record's deceptive right now. Yeah, but they're starting to become a player a little bit. Then Troy Athens, of course, they've won four straight since their loss to Berkeley. They haven't played Seaholm yet. Um, but when you look at the teams, that I think that have the most balance right now in that division right now, I would say right now Seaholm. Then it is Troy Athens. Then Berkeley, then Pontiac. Well, the one thing about Seaholm, I mean, if we're looking at trends and such, um, they're not scoring a whole lot. No. You know, at least last week we see forty-eight against Berkeley and then forty-nine against Royal Oak. So, but it looks like defense for them. I mean, they're also holding people to thirty-five and forty-five. Well, they're holding people. I mean, like, well, I I saw the game against Royal Oak. Yeah. I mean, like for their game against Royal. I really we know numbers on paper can't really tell the whole yeah, story. Yeah, but I really. So wasn't, what did you see? I really wasn't impressed with neither team. Oh. I mean, <laughs> but when I look at Seaholm, yeah, defensively, they are prone to giving up threes. They are very prone to giving up threes. I mean, and that's why Royal Oak has forty had forty-five. Okay, but. Royal Oak is a team that likes to go inside. They are a team that really likes to go inside with Weiler. And um, they got a sophomore big who was in, who was decked in foul trouble the other night. So yeah, that's if, to me. And if you don't have depth on you don't the inside, have depth in the that inside, can cause that you problems. Can, yeah, it cause you problems. And Royal Oak is that team that they're like, you can't figure this team out. You can't. And there's a reason why that they're at they're three and eight right now. Mm. There's a reason why they're three and eight. They had a rough week, lost by ten to Pontiac, and then lose by four to Seaholm. Um, but when you look at the team that right now is in most trouble in the blue right now, it's Berkeley. I mean, this team can't score. 
this team has given up a bunch of points. He up 60 against um, South Lion East last week. I yeah, mean, that's right. Not yeah. mention, and then 48 to Seaholm. That's not a good recipe for success, you know, especially when you're giving up those type of points. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I mentioned Pontiac. Pontiac's your wild card. So see, the reason why I say Seaholm's in the best position right now is because they have Pontiac having to come with Seaholm. You have Berkeley having to go to Seaholm. You have Athens. You still got to play twice, but you have them coming to Seaholm at least once. Right now, the blue goes through Birmingham right now. It goes through Birmingham. And you can't, you cannot discount having those home games. Late, oh, no. Especially you can't. late in the season. Especially late in the season, especially with Seaholm's court. It's a really big court. Yeah. Um, it is a big, big court. Have you ever been in Seaholm's gym before? Um, I have looked through the window. <laughs> I have not been it inside. It is a beautiful gym. Yeah. It is a really beautiful gym. You're going to have the Maple Forest basically like right on that on that right side is basically that's where the forest is at. So you like you like their soon section. I, I the do Maple Forest is, they do a good job. Um they do a good job. Um now there's some things that I wish I could work on, but you know, <laughs> but Either way, I think the Maple Forest got a good student section. But you know, and we're talking about their oper- you know, their chances. Um, it's kind of the, one of those quirky things of the schedule, how it lays out. And sometimes, you know, you get some teams that struggle on the road early because they have a lot. Of, it's road heavy at the beginning. But then you also got to wonder- get home heavy at uh, right. at the back end. Right. But then you got to also wonder. You also got to wonder, of course, how that Berkeley Pontiac game is going to feel because of that. Of that, del- remember that storm on Friday? Yeah, you know, yeah. That caused a lot of cancellations. Yeah, the delay. Pontiac has a no school, no game policy. Um, kind of really surprising me that Clarkson North Farmington um had that. At Clarkson had that no so, school, no game policy. I was really surprised about that. Yeah, I don't know if that's new. Um, I don't. I, think- I mean, we've seen. I mean, I want to say last year we saw some games that had to be done, right? Yeah. I mean, it came down. There were so many ice days and snow days last uh, season mm-hmm. that uh, everything was postponed to the point where they had to get so many games in the last right. day. And I believe right. the last week of the schedule, I believe they actually had a snow day in one of those. And they said, yeah, we got to play this game. We got to play. Yeah, they said if play. the roads are safe. Uh, and I think like Orion even hosted one of those. Yes, I do remember that. But um, yeah, I mean, they have that hasn't been the case this winter. So if you're going to delay it, there's plenty of time to get those. Right. In. But now, um, but now in this situation here is you're going to have to really, you know, now you're going to have teams possibly playing three games this week. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, let's go to the white. Um, Farmington has been a pure Jekyll and Hyde right now. They're <laughs> five and five. Um, nice win over Oxford. Nice win against Oxford, but, you know, just a rough loss to Troy Frederick Douglass um, over at the um, MLK Classic because they moved the MLK Classic to that Monday because of weather. Um but Farmington's an interesting team. I mean, they're really an interesting team to keep an eye on. They can I mean, score some points. Yeah, they got Atkins. They got Humes. I mean, Donahue in the post. I mean, like, they do have a transfer that came in there as well. Um, but probably the team I'm mostly concerned about is Stony Creek. And here's why. Stony Creek has lost five of six, including that one-point loss in the Crosstown Showdown to Adams. Yeah. Adams, we know, is down this year. We know they are down. And for Coach Jared Thomas and the Highlanders to get, it's a huge win for Adams. I mean, people are going to say, well, that win against Lake Orion is huge. It is for them. 
But that one against Stony Creek in a crosstown is huge. And that was, and they could be called si- Kings of Rochester in the city. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, and low-scoring game. I mean, 38-37. I mm-hmm. mean, that is a low, low, low-scoring game. Now, it sounds like it could be it could have been a defensive matchup, right? It was a good Where defensive matchup. Defensively, they match up pretty evenly, and it was just like, who wants it at the end? But it then you got to wonder throws. if the lighting of Oakland University kind of made an impact. You know, who knows? We talked about that. Uh-huh. If you've never been there, it's different. It is different. It's more like a theater-type setting. Especially they, if you're a shooter. Yeah, absolutely. And the court's darker, mm-hmm. right? It's a completely— You're playing on the blacktop. Yeah, it's completely different. And the backdrops are darker in uh, the lighting of the court. It looks great. I mean, for the viewer to go to an OU game, you sit there watch it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You're right there on the court. It's really cool, but it is kind of spread out. And if you're not used to those baskets being not hanging from the ceiling of your gym or you know uh, those base, you know the ones that are s- sitting on those bases like you'd see in the college game. But what I don't understand you is have a hard, you might have a hard. What time. I don't understand is Rochester's. The three Rochester schools gyms are very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. but Very the, similar. But dark? Not dark, I, I, but very I'd, similar. I'd say that has something to do with it. And if you haven't had a chance to really practice in it, it might might be an issue. And I don't know if that's the case or bigger stage, little nerves. Who knows? But that was not a lot of scoring on the part of those two guys. But it is a huge win for Jared Thomas and Adams, yes. especially with the way that they've been playing. Um, they've been very competitive lately, of course, with them. Um, Adams and um, you know we talked about the turmoil that they've went through all year. Um, of course, what their what the off season they had, and then mm-hmm. of course you know the um, rough start. But the wins have been really important for Adams. Of course, um, beating Lake Orion and then beating and then beating Adams, which was really really huge to say the least. And then if you look at Stony Creek, I mean against A and T, that was a closer game. Yes, yeah, I mean it wasn't some yeah. you know wipeout. So it's like it's almost like their football program in a way. You see them like just almost, and it seems like a season of just almost. It seems you know? like it been it's been that way for Coach Dean Norgrove and his team. It's been like that. Everything that they've been, you're in almost been really there. close. Yeah, you're exactly. There. I mean, yeah, yeah. But then you look at what the Stony Creek football team did under Nick Merlo. Man, they really um. Yeah, yeah. They they made the playoffs, and now look where they're at. Correct. Yeah, and what? then. But with their basketball team right now, five of six is really concerning for me when you look at Stony Creek. Um, yes, they played Troy tough. They played um, Farmington tough. I mean, but I've got concerns with Stony Creek right now. You know, I've got some big, big-time concerns with Stony Creek when you really look at that team. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about Groves a little bit, how life at the buzzer has been <laughs> for them. Historically... Yeah. Groves has either been on the upside of things or been on the downside of things, particularly against Southfield. Um, that, last year, last year there were two buzzer beaters. Southfield that, did they go in their their favor? Uh, one they split them. Okay. Um, there, but then seniors made the buzzer beaters. Um, Groves has had a history last year losing buzzer beating games. I mean. They lost to Farmington on a buzzer beater on their home court. They lost to A&T on a buzzer beater on their home court. And then last year, they went to Southfield, one on a buzzer beater. And then this year, they won a game at the buzzer thanks to a freshman. Um, I got You have the name on there, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's his name? Uh, Chuck fresh- Bailey. Chuck Bailey. Yep. Well, a freshman with 14 points. Yeah, he had 14. Points in that game. I and, mean, and a three pointer. Yeah, and a three to sink to sink the hearts of um A and T fans, sending Southfield Arts and Tech their second loss of the season. That was their second league loss too. So yeah. that kind of hurts them in the league race. Well, don't you see too? A uh, and T, a buzzer beaters too. Yeah, I mean that's A&T that's split. their third, isn't it? Yeah, A&T split with with Oxford. With Oxford, yes. Two buzzer beaters back to back, and yep. then this one, and then this one. So they're they- one and two in buzzer beaters. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to see it's, where they're at right that's now. That's pretty wild. I mean, it's wild. Maybe you see, you know, through the whole season, maybe you see three buzzer beaters through the whole league. Yeah, wouldn't you say? But they've had three and buzzer they, beaters in the span of two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, yeah. That's brutal. <laughs> that is absolutely brutal for Southfield. I mean, the way that team's had an incredible start. You know, Coach Gerald Buchanan has his team playing really well right now. But for them to go one and two and lose on two buzzer beaters, so, that's so, brutal. And they were both in league, correct? Yeah, they're both in league. That's, that hurts you. That's pretty wild. I mean, you think how close A&T is from unde- being undefeated in league. Yeah. They were undefeated until heading to that game against Oxford. Oxford, yeah. They were undefeated, you know, and then Oxford went and got him at the buzzer. Wow. I mean, with Trey Townsend, you know what I mean, what he did to him at the buzzer, that was insane. But yeah, it's, it's almost like the season of the buzzer beaters. It's been like that, especially <laughs> in the white. Um, but right now, the white right now, Farmington right now leads that division right now with their win against them, Troy, at home. Um, now they got to go to Troy. That's not going to be an easy game for them. Um, and if Brody Parker can play, can get some help in that game against Farmington, who knows what that could happen. Yeah. Um, the red is basically Clarkson's division. <laughs> you think it's lose. wrapped up? It's already been wrapped up for about, I can't. About a week? It's been wrapped up for about a week. Of course, there's 66-49 annihilation of Ferndale really set a lot. But when you look at Clarkston. Um, I thought that game might have been closer. It. No, but, you know, when you look at Clarkson, of course, the big four, um, if you include Cole Donchez in that mix. Uh, you might as well. You might as well include he's a du- him. He's a double-digit scorer now, man. He, yeah, he's always, been a double, he's always been a double-digit but, scorer. But a lot, but you look at the players that get the fame with Keegan Wasilek. Yeah. You look at Matt Nicholson, Fletcher Lawyer. Um, but Cole Donchez has really had um, – has been a really underrated guard who um, can shoot you some threes. I've seen him play in the last – Three years and he has killed people. He has killed people before in the past. Well, have I mean that is such a luxury to have. Mm-hmm. You know, you got three solid guys, maybe a fourth, and then you throw in a fifth. I mean, what do you do? You're starting a sophomore as yeah. your fifth starter yeah. for the Clarkson. I mean, that tells you something right there. I mean, well, Clarkson. I mean, I mean like the yeah. thing that concerns me with Clarkson is their bench. That's the thing that always has been concerning for me. It's been their bench. I know Mike DePillo's at. Mike DePillo's on the bench. You have you have him Blake Cozen who's on that bench as well. But that is the thing that really concerns me with this team has been their bench. Yeah. And then and, I mean it goes back to like uh was it South Southfield's bench. Mm-hmm. Right? That's on the girls. on the girls' side. Mm-hmm. Um do they wear down? Can those guys wear down? Do they get tired? Are they are the rotating minute? I mean, some of these are I mean, we'll call them semi blowouts. But some of them are, they're just solid wins. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to sit the guys and get anybody else in to give them a breather. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the thing. You know what I mean? And and you look at a team like Ferndale, of course, we know what they have with Colin Golston. Yeah. Um, 
Jayshon Lee, and then, of course, Travion Lewis. I mean, like, those three guys have really been instrumental, despite the fact that Ferndale's played a ridiculously tough schedule. Yes, that's true. Um, so when you really look at Ferndale's point of view, I mean, this is they're four and seven right now, especially with their um with the teams they played. I mean, that's not a that's not bad to be at four and seven right now. Really not with that schedule. Considering with who who the, they played. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they loaded it up. They I'll, really loaded it up. Um and then of course Do you, you think look, it's it's paying dividends though? Remember we talked about this sort of thing. It's kind of a philosophy thing, right? You play cupcakes in the middle, you're in the beginning of the season. Does it pay off for you? Usually not, except on the score sheet. It depends or what, on the it win depends loss. where your program's at. You know, it depends where your program's at. True. I mean, you look at a team like West Bloomfield, yeah, they're playing with two with three freshmen on their team. But they played a ridiculously brutal schedule. Um, non conference schedule. Yeah. And then you look at Ferndale's case. I don't know if that team was ready for that schedule. I really don't know if that team was ready for that schedule as West Bloomfield was. I thought West Bloomfield was better prepared for their schedule than Ferndale was. And the, they got that experience. It's going to help them in the long haul. It, it will especially help them come in the um, districts, yeah. especially because Ferndale's going to likely have to deal with Detroit Communication Media Arts, who, of course, knocked off Farmington. Yeah. Um, and... um. They had to survive and lost a tough one in North Farmington. But when you look at playing a tough non-conference, it helps you, but it hurts you. Because we've seen some teams that had, you have the uh, the tough non-conference schedule, and you're like, yeah, this will toughen you up. But if you go over, yeah, I mean, that, bad could, that could mess up uh, mess with mess your, your psyche a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, you know? mess up your psyche, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's the thing that's been looking at right now with with um, Ferndale. Maybe it could mess up their psyche. Now they they don't play another game until Thursday against Lake Orion, so home or away. That is at Lake Orion, so that'll be a really really well. They'll be coming in hungry, that's for sure. It's going to be a tough match for Lake Orion, especially having to play a back to back. Um, let's look at the boys' slate top twenty one. Um, right yeah, now, yeah, what my do you got? Update top twenty one and my updated games of the week. Um. Clarkson's my number one team. Um, they're eight and one right now. Troy number two, West Bloomfield number three, Farmington number four, Ferndale five, Oak Park six, North Farmington seven, Lake Orion eight. Moving up, moving up. I had him at I had him at um thirteen last week. Um, that big win against Bloomfield Hills was really huge yeah, for yeah. them. Um, and then they were tough against West Bluefield. Only lost that game by six. I really like the direction where Coach Joe Schroeder has that young team going. I really like the direction of that team. Um, Oxford, nine. Um, as we know, anytime you play Farmington and Troy, it's at home. It's going to be a really... It, it was a rough <laughs> week for, for the Wildcats, but Oxford, I think, is better than what people think they are. Yeah, I mean, limping. I wouldn't say limping. I wouldn't say that right nah. now. But, but it's been a rough week. <laughs> no kidding. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Um, I figured they'd at least split. Tough matchups against Farmington Troy. That's really tough. It is. But a uh, Southfield ten. Uh, their two losses we mentioned have been by buzzer beaters. Groves eleven. Buzzer beaters are starting to become the norm for Groves. Yeah. Bloomfield Hills number twelve. And yeah, they played a murder roll in January, but. 
look at the teams they've been playing. Good grief, you know. Got to find some offense too. Well, they got they got they got shooters. They got Mason Canfield. They got Colin Hacker, Adam Moraziak. Um, they got guys that can shoot threes. You know what I mean? They just got to find the interior. The interior game has to develop for Coach Phil Kurjan and his team. They've got to find an interior game. Yeah. Um, Seahome, my 13th ranked team right now, um, one, four straight. They got an interesting game coming up. Um, we'll preview that one. Adams, my 14th ranked team. Mentioned about that win against Stony Creek. Big win. Athens is one, four straight. My 15th ranked team. Stony Creek, 16. Um, Berkeley, 17th. I moved them down from, they were fit that one, they were fit that one point. And that actually they were three at one point. Then I dropped them to fifth, and they went down to tenth, and then they went down to seventeenth. Goodness gracious! Um, what was the what's that sound? That pretty much describes the Bears right now. Is that them falling? Yep. Wow. Uh, Pontiac eighteen, Royal Oak nineteen, Rochester twentieth, Avondale twenty one. Rochester is winless no more. Mm-hmm. Got one. Yes, they did. Um, the games of the week in the boys' side of things, yeah, of course. Got? Um, we got Lake Orion versus Oxford at Oakland on Wednesday. It's a rematch of a game that took place on December 19th. It was a 62-54 Lake Orion win at Oxford. Um, See, I know that, Oxford that, circled this game on their calendar. Yeah, that's that should be an issue. Now, we talked about the venue again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, could it be an issue? If you're not ready for OU, it could be an issue. It's a great coaching match between Steve Laylaw and Joe Schroeder. Great player match between uh, Oakland University bound Trey Townsend yeah. and Dylan Bogenheimer. Um, Oxford, we talked about the supporting cast lately with Pedro Belene, um, Palmer Speck, and um, Mason Mulholland. Question is, do they have an a- do they have an answer for Cameron Sutton? Because Cameron Sutton tortured um, Oxford for twenty three points, uh, twenty points in the last meeting down in Ox up at Oxford. Mm. So. That's going to be a very interesting matchup, to say the least. So that's Thursday? It's on Wednesday. 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 Then you have North Farmington at Clarkson Monday on Monday. Um, you know. Any chance? For North Farmington to pull it off? No. 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 Um, I don't think they have a shot against Clarkson. I really don't, to be honest with you. And I know Todd Negotian really well, but they did not play well against River Rouge on um on um, Monday. So I've got big concerns for the Raiders heading in this matchup with Clarkston. Then you have West Bloomfield going to Clarkston on Friday. Interesting matchup yeah. there. You know what I mean? Um, A lot of underclassmen, star underclassmen in this game, but the, my question is, does West Bloomfield have an answer for Matt Nicholson? Not a lot of teams are going to have an answer for Matt Nicholson. Yeah, A lot of teams aren't. You got Rochester at Adams on Ooh. Tuesday. Could... Two in a row. <laughs> Who would wants have it? ever thought that you could call Adams city champs? Who would have ever thought it that you could call this considering city the losses considering they the had, losses the, they had, the personnel, the yeah. personnel, the off season that this team has had? I mean, yes, now Stony Creek still has to go to Adams, but this could be if Adams wins this game on Tuesday night against Rochester. City champions. That is a huge accomplishment for first-year coach Jared Thomas. And then you have Oxford at Stony Creek on Friday. Um, Big game for both teams. We don't know where Oxford will be at. 
Troy Athens at Pontiac. That's a Thursday game. You know, that'll be very interesting there. Then I think the game that could there's well, two, wouldn't that be the game that Pontiac you said, hey, if they're on the rise or the sleeper, if they, they gotta take, win this game. Yeah. But I think the two most interesting games are on Tuesday. Lapeer at Oxford. Mm. The reason why I'm saying this one is tough because Lapeer's played a murder's role with schedule, including the likes of Davison, Grand Blank, Flint Carmenes worth, Pontiac Garden Prep, and Flint Powers Catholic. Now Lapeer's gotten blown out in several of those games, but they're very improved. Yeah. Lapeer also blew out Lake Orion. Yeah. And Oxford, they have, and with Lapeer, they have the bodies go up against Trey Townsend. They have the guards that can shut down Oxford's guards. So this is a brutal matchup for Steve Laidlaw's team going up against a really good Lapeer team. Really brutal matchup. And the other one is Seaholm at Bloomfield Hills. This is a huge one. I don't think Seaholm, Bloomfield Hills has an answer for Alex Loans in the interior or their interior play. But if it comes down to a battle of guards, I would take Bloomfield Hills as guards right now because of where they can shoot the ball. And it's at Bloomfield Hills. And we know how that gym can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have North Farmington at Oak Park. Farmington at Southie Arts and Tech on Thursday. That'll be really interesting. And then, and then Farmington on Saturday goes to the west side of the state, the Grand Rapids Union takes on Grand Rapids Christian on Saturday afternoon at 1.40 p.m. Wow. Very interesting Kind of late in the season to go over there. Oh, yeah, it is. Is, is it a part of an invitation? Yeah, it's part of an invitation okay. of Farmington's playing in. So that'll be very interesting, to say the least. So how many weeks do we have left in the season? I mean, because we're getting to the nitty-gritty of where if you're— we're, We still got to go through February. Yeah. You know? I know, but it's like you better, you better get your January in order. Oh, yeah. I, agree. I mean, January is almost done. It is. Time is time is slipping, slipping. man. It is slipping. You're going to make your move. Make it this now. This is a key week. Yeah, for several teams. I agree with you. Let's go to the boys now. Let's go to girls now. Yeah. Um, We mentioned Troy and Athens issues. <laughs> Troy Athens has a ton of issues right now. Um, They lost their second straight to um to Avondale. Avondale, we know, is a very good team. Um, yeah, 64. Is this right? 64-29? That's right. That's right. And what was Athens' score or record at one point? They were 10-0. Wow. I I just don't think they're the Berkeley. They're not Berkeley. You know what I mean? They're not the Berkeley (laughs) of two years ago. They're not that. So we have (laughs) – now we always bring that up because it's like – That has been the blueprint of classes. What do you call it? uh, Post-traumatic stress, right? It's like – we can't see that again. We'll never see that again. No. Are you I, sure? I don't see this here with Athens. I really don't. Um, but, you know, when you look at Athens, that second half is going to be really, really interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You know? So what ha- I mean, Avondale's good. We know that. We know that. And 64 points is a solid outing. Mm-hmm. But uh, defensively, wow, they shut them down. I mean, closed the door on them. They limited Izzy Crumb to five points. Wow. For Athens to be successful, Izzy Crum has to go off for at least 10, 15 a night. But we talked about all your eggs in one basket, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and this bit them. It mm-hmm. bit Athens. Who else is going to step up and be uh, of the sporting cast that's going to do their job? You have job? Grace Bright. You have Abby Bright. You have um, Shannon Landis. You have Emma Wojciechowski on that team. I mean, like, there's plenty of players on that team. 
to make it work. There's plenty wow. of players. But 29, oh, wow. That's not good. <laughs> That's surprising. Another one that was surprising to me was um, Stony Creek only scored nine points in the second half against Adams in the crosstown. What? Only scored nine second half points. Now, Adams is running a couple of presses. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they pressed Stony Creek like crazy in that second half. And that was a 43-27 Adams That win. was the difference in that one was. I mean, nine points, is that what you said? Nine, nine points. in the second half. And we know what Stony Creek's more capable of. Wow, that's a defensive gem right there. I mean, depending on what they did in the first half, they said, okay, we're flipping the script, and they're not going to hit them. Adams has been a team that has been you, it's been up and down. When you look at Adams, really, um, that win against Athens was huge for them. Yes. And then what happened to them against them, and then with Adams, it's basically they're like your perfect version of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> There will be games they play exactly like Bruce Banner, and then there are games that they play like the Hulk. These last two games, they played like the Hulk. Yes. And I think that's something that hopefully Coach Shea Lewis keeps her team there is playing yeah, like yeah. the Hulk. And, and sometimes after, you know, sometimes teams, they don't know how good they can be, or maybe they don't have the confidence that they could be that play that well. But after their performances here. Last two games. Do you think – I mean, why not believe? If you start believing and you go, I mean, look at what they did. 29. Adams has enough experience. They got they got experience. You look at players like Maddie Delinga, yes. Nicole Clara How You look at Amelia Dranick, Abby Dranick. Um, you know, and then, of course, you look at um, Elizabeth Blaine in the interior. I mean, Adams really, they have ran people off the gym. Yeah. I mean, they look... They look really good. I mean, right now they're looking they're looking like that team that played against Waterford Kettering really, really tough last year. They're playing like that. And I think that's a good sign if you're an Adams fan, especially if you're Coach Jay Lewis, you know, that is a good sign for Adams, you yeah. know, for them going forward. I don't know if it is the purple shoes though that they wear. <laughs> I mean, they do wear purple shoes. Well, if they're gonna go Hulk. Oh, he's green. Hulk is green, but he does <laughs> wear purple pants. That's true. That he is does, true. He does wear purple pants. He does wear purple pants. Well, maybe pants. it's the power of the purple. Maybe it's the power of purple. I don't know. <laughs> but if there's a team that could give them, um, but let's go from the white to the red. I mean, like, let's go from the white to the red. Um, I want to talk Royal Oak. I really do. Because this has been a team that really has improved. Um, they've been in a lot of tough games. Um, they beat West Bloomfield. Gay Clarkson, everything it could handle. So when you look at what Brian Sapata's team has done, Royal Oak's going to play spoiler to somebody's season. And you really look at what they did. They've already beaten West Bloomfield. They've already, but then they held, they almost got Clarkson, except they missed two layups to tie it up. I mean, mm. to tie it up late. I mean, they had their chances to win that game. Yeah. So if you're Brian Sapata. Yeah, 46-42, that's a tight one. It is. Clarkson. When you look at Royal Oak, really the key to that team is Sarah Strawhag. I mean, like, she has been the key to Royal Oak's um, success. The only starter back from last year's team. So when you look at what Royal Oak has done, you know, she's had to have a big night for this team to be successful. So with Royal Oak, she's the key moving forward. Because if she struggles, Royal Oak struggles. If if they're if Royal if she's on, Royal Oak is definitely on. She's been the key. 
He's been that key cog in that offense and defense for for the Ravens. Yeah. So when you really look at it, right now, Royal Oak's going to play some spoilers, especially to <laughs> a team like maybe Southfield, because Southfield has to go down the Royal Oak. Um, and then you have um, West Bluefield. Now, what, Royal Oak has to go to West Bluefield and Clarkston. Those are going to be two tough matchups. But right now, everything looks like the division right now goes through Southfield. And I think that's exactly what Coach Michelle Marshall wants, mm-hmm. is you basically have the division has to go through Southfield. And right now, that's she has everything where they want right now. So as far you're, we're talking the red, so what is the, the makeup of the red then? Well, remember, you got who's, nip, who, well, who's nipping at the heels. Southfield, West Bloomfield, Clarkson right now. Royal Oak is fourth right now. All right. Okay. But within striking distance. Royal Oak's within striking distance. They may be a little bit out of that league race, but they have enough talent to be in that. They have enough talent to spoil somebody's season. Okay. Um, Stony Creek, I don't know if they have enough. Bloomfield Hills. Bloomfield Hills has been like. Yeah. Lately. Trending down. It's been trending down. Um, so when I look at the red, the division still goes through Southfield. The white right now is all Avondale right now. Do you think Southfield could, uh, could uh, pretty much wrap it up in a, in a week or a week I and think a half? West Bloomfield is going to give them problems. I really do think West Bloomfield will give them problems. I don't know about Clarkston right now. I really don't know if Clarkston will give Southfield problems, but they could. I mean, especially because they have to, because the reason why I say that is because Clarkson has to go down to Southfield, and it's not an easy trip down there if you're in northern school to southern school. Yeah. Um, That's not an easy trip right now. Um, So when you really look at, and then Royal Oak still has to go to um West Bloomfield and, um, and um Clarkston but they have Southfield coming to Royal Oak. So that does help them in their case. So right now it's battle between those four teams yeah. in the red division. Um, The blue division goes through Rochester. And the reason why it's, I say Rochester and not Berkeley is pretty simple because Rochester beat Berkeley earlier in the year at Berkeley. Uh, now Berkeley is going to say, well, we had a lot of girls sick. On that December, um, December night, okay. they lost. So I said, okay, you know what I mean. That's it happens. It happens, but still, a loss is a loss. So when you look at Rochester's case, Rochester's been really improving. I really like the direction that Coach Bill Thurston has his team going. I really do. Um, we talked about how good Rochester can be, and I really believe that. If Rochester wants to take that next step, they have to beat some teams higher up, you know? I mean, they had Stony Creek beat. I mean, I don't know if they play Adams this year. I really don't know if they do play them. Yeah. Um, but they're doing very well in league. It's just when they go out of league, they tend to have some issues a little bit. So that's the next step for Coach Bill Thurston and his team. Beat somebody up in your division. Beat somebody <laughs> up. I mean... That's always been the key for Rochester. Now, looking at the makeup again of the blue, the makeup of the blue yeah, right yeah. now, you have Rochester, you have Berkeley, you and have how many Oak how Park. many games up? Rochester and Berkeley are virtually tied right now, right? Because of that inexcusable loss to Seaholm that Rochester took. Seaholm right now is a very odd team to figure out. <laughs> 
when I looked at that score on Tuesday night with them and Milford, yeah, and oh, I yeah, looked yeah. at thirty-five to twenty-one. Yeah, I'm going like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I mean, twenty-one points is rough. That's rough. I know that Lakes Valley is a defensive first league. I get it, but it is not an excuse when you put up only twenty-one points. And I'm not sure how to describe the Sea Home Girls basketball team, despite the fact they beat Stony Creek. Yeah. But they lost to Lake Orion. I mean, they lost to Berkeley. Are they your Jekyll and Hyde? They're the when we pure, were talking kind of yeah, like that last week. They're of- like your pure Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, Sea Home. I can't figure Chris Manchester's team out. I just, it's hard for me to figure this team out because. I don't know how good Seaholm is. I mean, like, yeah. And Seaholm, they had an inexcusable loss to Oak Park. Um, they're just hard to describe. Yeah, they're just hard. I mean, like, I mean, they can score. They can score. Yeah. I mean, uh, the loss against Troy was sixty-one uh, forty. Yeah, they can score, but let's not forget Troy's got a girl named Athena Sampson who had twenty-five points and twenty rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but they can score, and who knows? It got big. Maybe they had, I mean, maybe that forty came late. Maybe it because did. if it's a blowout, you get the bench in there and mm-hmm. rest the it starters. Gives them some experience, yeah. You know, it, it, but the team I'm watching for in the blue is Oak Park. I like where this. I like what Coach um, Peggy Carr has done with that team. I really like what Coach. Um, I know it's Peggy Evans, but I still call her Peggy Carr. No, oh. <laughs> um, but. I like the development of Keanu Wilson. It looks like she's got some help. Um, Oak Park right now sits at seven and four. They're looking. I really like the direction that that team is going. Um, I really like where Oak Park is right now. I really do. They could play spoiler to somebody. Um, I think they have Rochester coming to Oak Park. Yeah, they got Rochester going to Oak Park. Um, Already beat Seaholm at Oak Park. Mm. Um, so, got to go to Seaholm. Um, I think Oak Park has to go to Berkeley. I think Berkeley has to go down. Oh, Berkeley. No, Oak Park goes to Berkeley. So, that'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, we'll see what happens. Mm. Um, here's my top t- top 20, 21 for the girls. Yeah. Um, Any changes? I got Abbott on my number one team right now. As we mentioned, the right now command in the white. A&T, my number two team. Saw that three-game winning streak snapped on Saturday. Of course, that lost to Detroit Cast Tech. Um, just reading some of the tweets from Coach Michelle Marshall um, on Twitter. Um, you know, that their young group is getting better. You know, um, that I, do, I, do I think that this team is getting better right now? I mean, playing a tough schedule, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Playing a tough schedule helps and hurts you at the same time. It really does. It can if you're not prepared for it. It, it, it does if you're not prepared for it. Um, Clarkson, my number three team. Um, we know about them with Olivia Todorin, Madison Sokrowski, um, um, Taylor Heaton, um, Lexi Litton in the interior. But the key's really been Olivia Todorin. I mean, and I'm not mentioning Sam Harris either. I mean, like, she's been the key for Coach John Wire's team success. Um, Clark's my number three team right now. West Bloomfield, number four team. Maybe the loss to Royal Oak probably woke them up because they're putting 
60 points on 60 plus on people. Put up six against um Waterford or Lady Lakes. Yeah, wow. And then sixty three against Bloomfield Hills. I mean, yeah, I mean that's says, a potent offense. Yeah, it's scary offense. So it makes me wonder how Royal Oak held that offense to yeah. thirty one points. Yeah, that's true. That makes me wonder. Adams, my number five team. Um, it's what Adams team are you gonna get? Are you gonna get good Adams or are you gonna get bad Adams? That's always been the question for me with them. Athens, my number 16. They've not been the same since that loss um, to Adams. Royal Oak, my number 17. And Sarah Sorgahan, of course, mentioned the key to Royal Oak success. Berkeley, number 8. Um, Troy, number 9. Lake Orion, number 10. Lake Orion got two big wins last week. Yeah. Um, oh, they needed those they badly. They needed those bad. Rochester, 11. Oxford, 12. North Farmington, 13. Um... Stony Creek, 14. Groves, 15. Bloomfield Hill, 16. Oak Park, 17. Seahome, 18. Farmington, 19. Ferndale, 20. Honeyack, 21. Top games of the week for the girls' side. Yeah, what do you got? Um, Lake Orion versus Clarkson at Oakland on Wednesday. Clarkson oh, has that's who they're playing? Clarkson's got experience um, playing at um, Playing at other teams' as venues. Yes, um, they do. Played at Ann Arbor. Um, played at Arbor Prep early in the year. Um, but also I think it's a matchup of interest of Pride players. Of course, Michigan Pride's an AU team, um, coached by um John Wire. Mm. I mean, like, and there's several. There are a lot of Clarkson players on that team that play for the Pride, but there are also some Lake Orion players that play. For the Pride, we look at players like Megan Marshall, Maddie Ebert, and Kylie Heck. They all play on that Michigan Pride, um, Michigan Pride program. Yeah. So it'll be a very inter- interesting matchup. You know what I mean? It's an interesting coaching match between John Wire and Bob Bridges. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens in that game. Again, cool event, cool venue. You get a chance, swing on down. Yeah, it's a five thirty tip off. Um, Adams at Lake Orion. Rematch of December 17th where Adams escaped 34-30 win over the Dragons. It was a 17-3. Lake Orion overcame a 17-3 deficit to tie it. Yeah. Um, so when I look at this matchup, I think I think this could be this is a dangerous match for Adams. I really do think that this is a really dangerous matchup, especially if Lake Orion is playing better the way they've been playing lately. Yeah. If they can keep the momentum going from last week. It's, yeah, especially from last week and those two wins, especially against against Lapeer and then against Oxford, that's been really, really huge. Yeah. One that screams me upset is Lapeer at Oxford. This is screaming at me upset <laughs> because Lapeer has been up and down and they always tough Saginaw Valley South Division. They're well coached under Andy Roberts. They have a star player in Hannah Erla. Um, Oxford, we know, is without Mackenzie Matthews out for the year. Oxford did not look very good against Lake Orion. Needed to survive Notre Dame prep. Yeah. I mean, Oxford's got some problems when they look at this Wildcat team. They got some big, big problems. Well, what was they got to find scoring somewhere? Could it and... be Emma Morris? Could it be Gabby Dingus? Could it be Sarah Terrell? Could and it who be... did they lose? And they lost Mackenzie Mather right? out I for mean, the year. You cannot. That's, that's huge. You can't underestimate that loss. I mean, that's one. You lose. The talent, mm-hmm. right, and the scoring leadership. and your leadership and your defense, everything that that player brings. Mm-hmm. But you also can lose confidence. And right now, Oxford's lost a lot of confidence since yeah. that, um, 
who's, who's going to step up and be the next leader? That's, who steps that's up? the question. That's the key. That is the key. Athens at Rochester on Tuesday. This is going to be an interesting non-league game. Interesting game. Athens has lost two straight. Rochester's been playing well lately. Athens has a lot of experience. Rochester's a young team. This one's very interesting. Really interesting. I mean, if Rochester pulls this off against Athens, I don't want to bring up Berkeley Boys' disaster regarding Athens <laughs> from two years ago. I really yeah. don't want to bring that up. Well, let's see what happens first. Yeah, let's see what happens To first. use your your catchphrase. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> um, see home at Rochester. That's a Friday game. Um. Rochester fans have been looking forward to this game since that disaster on um January December seventeenth when um Seahome upset Rochester in their home court forty eight forty two. Rochester we know currently tied for the blue. Um Seahome's been up and down, so we'll see what happens there. A game nobody talks about. Pontiac at Ferndale. Ah. Uh-huh. Last um December seventeenth, um Ferndale beat Pontiac thirty five twenty eight at Side Green Gym. Um Phoenix has not won a game since. Um, Pontiac really been struggling, as we mentioned. Ferndale trying to put a put a program in place um, together over there. Very inter- interesting in that one there. Then you have Troy Athens at North Farmington. Um, mm. we kn- the last time these two teams played, Athens needed a buzzer beater by Izzy Crum to win that one, forty-two to thirty-nine. North Farmington's been very inconsistent. Um, I'd be curious to see how they do in the interior, especially with them having Rodgers. Um, interesting match, to say the least. The game I'm mostly looking forward to on that Tuesday is Royal Oak at Berkeley. This one's going to be really interesting. Two rivals know each other. Looking forward to the matchup of star players between Ashley Loon and Sarah Storghan. Um, But when I look at it's Royal Oak's defense versus Berkeley's offense. I will bet you CMN TV has coverage of that game. It's going to be a heck of yeah. a game. It'd CMN be, does a great job on their coverage. They, they do a do. nice job. They do a good job on their coverage. Um, they've been mostly doing a lot of Berkeley games lately. I, I think it's based on request. If you're they're requesting them, that's how they do it. That's interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, and then you have Southfield Arts and Tech at Royal Oak. That's a big, big game. Mm-hmm. Southfield Arts and Tech, of course, last year had to survive Royal Oak. Um, but let's not forget Royal Oak's been a tough gym to play at. Really tough gym to play at. So it's a trap game for the Warriors, of course, even though Southfield won 61-25 on December 17th. Um, but if I'm the Warriors, be very careful <laughs> this week. Be very careful. Then you have Oak Park at Berkeley. Um, if the Knights want to prove they belong, win this game at Night Valley. And win this game. Win this game at Berkeley. I mean, last time these two teams played was December 17th. Um, Oak Park lost 53-36 in their home floor. Mm, wow. Yep. And then the last matchup is Southfield Arson Tech playing Flint Carmen Ainsworth on Tuesday. Flint Carmen Ainsworth had a really it's had a really good um good year thus far. They've been dominating the Saginaw Valley South Division. Southfield Arson Tech, we know about the big three with them. Shai McEvans, Keanu Willis, and um, yeah. Jasmine Worthy. Um, still holding up. They're still holding up, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, 
out of the whole teams, um, before we um signing off, um, what teams have really impressed you? What teams have really disappointed you? Impressed in boys and girls. I don't know if I had. Well, uh, Clarkson, impressed on the guy side. Why? Impressed. Well, they're they seem to have that gear. They're just rolling now. I mean, they're they're, they're in cruise control and just kind of taking care of business. Um, on the the women's side, I'm looking at Athens to go. Is this really happening? Is this happening? Can, can they can they stop the slide? Um, when I look at the teams that I've been really surprised with and really been disappointed with, um, you know, my biggest surprise. I mean, like. You know, Lake Orion's, Lake Orion's two big wins this week have been really huge for on the them. girls' side. On the girls' side, yes. Um, when you look at the Dragons, of course, where they were at, um, just finding it, trying to find an identity. It looks yeah. like, it looks like with them, they are starting to find an identity a little bit. When you look at players like Megan Marshall finally taking a leadership role of this team, um, I'd say potentially we'll have to see how the next two games. Yeah, go. that's going to be key. I mean. The game against Clarkson is going to be a tough one for them, but then the but game on Friday. How do you Friday, carry yourself? How do you carry for yourself game? for that game? That's going to be the key. But I think the game they need to have is that Friday game against Adams. That's going to be the game. Yeah, I think they're going to need to have. That's they're going to need to have. On um, my team, that's been really disappointed with. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go see home because see mm. home. I thought would. I thought they're showing against Milford would be. They. Uh, it's hard to describe this team. <laughs> it's hard to describe this team. I mean, especially, I don't know where this team's identity is at right now. I don't know where this team's, um, I don't know. And I know it's Chris, Coach Chris Manchester's second year. And I don't know if he fully has full grip on that team yet. I really don't know if he's got full control, full grip of that team yet. I really don't know if he does. Um, that's been a team I've been really disappointed with. It's been Seaholm. Now people are gonna say, well, why not? Well, people are gonna say, well, why not? Um, why not the Berkeley boys basketball team? Yeah. I mean, you know. But I really with Berkeley, I think there is a way out for them. I really think that Berkeley boys right now going through a funk right now. Yeah, they don't control their own destiny right now. That is controlled by Seaholm. Um. But that's a team that I've really thought would have a little bit more control, you know what I mean, of their destiny. And then my um, biggest surprise right now in the boys' side of things, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's been um, it's been Groves, especially with the mental toughness that they've had to go through. They've had um some really bad losses early on, but then they're starting to pick it up at the right time. Um, beating South Arizona Tech at the buzzer. Really, really huge scenario for them going forward. All right, now, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, wish everybody the best of luck. Um, hey, I'd like to give a shout-out to the Lake Orion uh, women's powerlifting team, state qualifiers. That's good. Really, really good. Um, I'm going to see you all, everybody, next week. Take care. See you all. God bless all. See you, see you, Sam. Boy, and Al is produced by Sammy Terramina, and the views on this show are his and his alone. Give ONTV a call at 248-393-1060 if you like to make your own podcast. Classes are now enrolling. Big game's coming up this week. Get out there and see some basketball. It's this edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya.